Welcome to the Blind Android Users Channel. This is your source for everything Android tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 84 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Today is July the 16th, 2022. I'm Warren Carr here with my co-host, Doug Cameron from Canada and Fidan from the UK. Today, some of our hosts are not here with us. They're out there partying or doing whatever, but we got it all covered for you guys. For today, we'll be talking about Android 13 Beta 4, the final beta of Android 13. We'll also have a navigational app in the app of the week. We'll be talking about Nav from Via Opta, an Italian company. And then we will be closing the session with highlights from TalkBack. Fee girl, what's going on with you? The weather is trying to melt us here in the UK. We have warnings of very hot weather on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, we might get up to 40 degrees, uh, which is about 102 Fahrenheit, I think. So uh, people certainly here in London are being advised, you know, don't travel on Monday or Tuesday if you don't have to. And it's already quite warm today. I went out for a few errands earlier and was very glad to get home and have a very cold drink of water. So we're rather warm, but I actually love this weather. Um, and uh, yeah. That's uh, that's it this week, really. Most people here are talking. I mean, British people always talk about the weather anyway, don't we? But um, especially at the moment. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on here. You may want to take some cold water in a bottle. I don't know. Some ice. <laughs> I've been doing that. Like I've been that. freezing water <laughs> over freezing bottles of water overnight. Um I've got lots of ice cubes. I've got lots of fruit, and uh, yes, I'm all ready for this uh, this hot weather coming. I was going to say chilly weather. No, it's not chilly. It's hot. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my brain. Basically, I'll probably my end brain. up talking more it's nonsense. <laughs> I'll probably end up talking more nonsense than usual today because my brain is a little bit fried. Well, at least you're doing all the right things, though, to keep you cool and, uh, you yep. know, the fruits and all of that. Uh, man, that's, you couldn't go wrong doing that. Yeah. Fried fee. Yeah. All right, Cam, what's going on? I hope you're not frying out there like fee, maybe frying a fish, you know, something nah. crazy like that. No, nah, we're not too, too bad up here. Um, supposed to be getting pretty hot, but it's not mm -hmm. horrible. But yeah, like it's, um, I'm, I think later today I might be baked. Unlike Fee, I'm definitely not going to be fried. <laughs> but yeah, it's not too, too bad. Pretty nice up here. Well, for us, though, we're kind of heating up. And I think we're going to be up to like 92 degrees or somewhere in there. Um, so, well, this summer hasn't been bad for us because it's just been basically a very cool summer. And um, I hope it stays that way. I don't mind it, you know, getting up to 90 now and then. It's not too bad. And with the uh, low humidity, it's not bad at all. So as I always say, if we don't have it, then we don't have food. 
isn't it? So we need the the heat to bring the food on. I love my food. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I want some food, so bring it on. Now let's move on to announcements. And today, though, I have something I want to talk about, and then we'll talk about the nothing phone, whether you guys are going to be getting the nothing phone. But the most important thing here in the U.S., you can now text to 988 as an emergency if you're having any suicidal tendencies or you have some, something like that that's happening to you. But, you know, this is Android, but of course you have an Android phone, uh, you use that to text. And so as of the 15th, the FCC passes that mandate that, you know, um, starting the 16th, that is today, uh, carriers should make it possible for people to be able to you know, text to 988. So we'll put that in the show notes and all of that. So that's that. And then... What, what, is, what, what is the FCC? They just uh, won't let me be. They <laughs> <laughs> should be down on MTV. <laughs> the federal communications or uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> That tells you how much I remember what. So is it, is it like a government, um, government? Yeah, yeah it, it's a government thing, and so uh, they're making it you know, now for people to be able to text. Because sometimes people just want to text instead of you yeah. know, talking. You know, um, so it really makes sense that we have that support. So beginning today, uh, the carriers should make that happen. That's very good because sometimes you do need to communicate with someone else but it might be that you've got other people around or nearby and you don't want them to all hear what you're saying or you're just not good on phone calls some people aren't are they and I mean the how many of us spend our time phoning people I most of my time with my phone I'm just messaging and mucking about on social media and stuff I don't actually make that many calls I do make some but um, not that many and the truth is that you have some people with certain disabilities that are not going to be able to talk. And yes, so being able too. to text, and that's what they highlight in this uh, mandate or this announcement. And I think that's a good thing because you, if you cannot talk, then you should yeah. be able to text if that's possible. Then, you know, you're covering or making it inclusive for everyone to mm. have uh, the ability to reach that uh, service. Or if you can talk, but you can't hear. Exactly. The texts would be really good, wouldn't they? Because you can still read them and yeah. Yeah. And and actually if you're deaf blind and you had a braille display, you could use that as well. And yeah, that's that's a really positive, that's a really good thing. I don't know about um the process right now, but I am pretty sure Canada doesn't have this yet. But it is coming in the um hopefully within the next year or two. Uh, we always seem to be a little bit behind the U.S. when it comes to emergency numbers. Um, but yeah, like just, I guess if we're kind of going on that route of the mental health um, emergency line, we probably should also just make sure people are aware as well that United Way 211 does exist in majority of the states for um, non-mental health emergencies. They're there to help you navigate your resources. That is and in beautiful. the U.K., in the UK, we have the Samaritans. I don't know their number offhand. I don't think you can text them, but you can you can certainly phone them. Uh, you may be able to text them now as well. I'm really not sure. We probably need to find out. 
Yeah, that, that makes sense. So I didn't know you guys had something called the Samaritans. So that's, that's a good one. I like that. So yeah, Canada and US, United Way, two-in-one offers um, calling, texting, and online chats for basically any kind of mental health crisis that is non-emergence. Now let's talk about the Christmas tree phone. Uh, that's a nothing phone. I, I call it the Christmas tree uh, because in reality, so what sets the nothing phone from Carl Pay apart from others? Is the fact that he's trying to do something different, have a different look, uh, make it look transparent or whatever. I think Xiaomi had had something like that or something like that in the past. But I think that what sets the nothing phone apart is the fact that, you know, all those lights, but the lights are in the back. So the whole idea is you put your phone face down so my goodness why do i want to keep my phone face down so i can see the lights you know <laughs> so wait this phone is actually called the nothing phone yes yeah and to make things even better you can also I've, pair them with your nothing earbuds i've i've missed this somehow what <laughs> <laughs> well it's out of the uk there he's based in the uk uh, well so... nothing nothing comes out of the uk <laughs> yeah well nothing nothing is bringing something you know <laughs> he's got nothing out of something that's really why would you call it nothing that's oh, so strange well he has to differentiate himself from the others so it's nothing you know <laughs> yeah it's nothing <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe it. But so the whole idea of the nothing phone one, it's called nothing phone one. The whole <laughs> idea is to make it stand out. It looks from the reviews, it looks like the fruit veil device, except that, you know, you have those uh, lights in the back that is referred to as the glyph, you know, <laughs> maybe G-L-I-F-F -G or something. Uh, so I call it the Christmas tree. Uh, You're dreaming. Is this real? <laughs> Some guy had a very nice review of it, and uh, he criticizes where he needs to criticize because the lights, the LED lights are like just mainly white to where you wouldn't know what light is for what notification and stuff like that. And the fact that you have to put your phone face down, I'm like, oh my goodness, why do I need to keep my phone face down if I want to see the lights? And now if you're blind, then, you know, this is of no use to you, of course. However, so I will also include that in the show notes, his YouTube channel, so people can take a listen to that. I think the guy did a good job at describing it. And it sounds to me like he copied a lot of things from the Fruitvale and old Samsung way of doing things because the power is on the right-hand side and the volume rocker is on the left-hand side. I hate, oh, no! I hate phones that have that. It's... And that's why I don't that's like my food. Annoying. Oh, it is very annoying. <laughs> if I want to be hitting the buttons, I want to be hitting them with one thumb, not like exactly. Yeah. And so it's it just I, I think maybe he likes the fruit veil phone too much, the iPhone too much, or maybe the old Samsung phones. You know how the old Samsung phones used to be like yeah, that? Yeah, they had that. Yeah. yeah. But what, I hated uh, that. I hate it. What yeah. else has it got apart from these LEDs then? Like, why would you buy it, really? Well, so this is a, a mid-range phone uh, rocking a Qualcomm um, 778 uh, 
G plus. So it's a medium range phone. It's a mid ranger. Uh, sales for three hundred ninety nine pounds, so British pounds, four hundred pounds to be precise. And then, of course, you you know you can't get it here in the U.S. I mean, you can try to import it, but that's on you. The guy that was reviewing it is saying it's, it doesn't get the five G on the AT and T network that he's on. So um, it's definitely not certified for the U.S. or the North American market. You know, those of us here in the U.S. and in Canada, um, we, we probably don't want to get that. Maybe until next time, if he brings it to our market. But right now, if, we have nothing. If it's called, <laughs> if it's called the nothing phone, really, they should start with version zero. Surely, you would think because if you, you know. go on one, you got something. Yeah, but exactly. If you nothing, you can't have something. No. You know, you, you, you guys you guys are right. I think they made a mistake. It should be phone zero. So it's nothing. How come no, no one thought, be, come no one thought of that? Nothing. Because <laughs> even if you're saying phone zero, you still got something out of nothing. <laughs> yeah, it should just be the nothing zero. <laughs> or call it here. Uh, yeah, but then I think then also, or, or the nothing to see. <laughs> <laughs> and according to this review, though the um, the UI is uh, stuck, you know. So the OS is the nothing OS, you know. That's their own skin or Android. So there's going to be nothing there. And so, but then he says the only thing that's a little bit different, they have a, a recorder of their own, and then they have um. Uh, the camera is not, you know, like a Google uh, camera. So, and the camera, according to this review, you know, don't expect much from it because it's just a mid-ranger. Let's be honest. It's just like we're talking about, you know, things like the Galaxy uh, A53, the Pixel 6a's and all of that. That's the spot that this thing is trying to hit. So it's trying to compete in this uh, section where you have the uh, mid-rangers of all sorts from different manufacturers and companies. And so that's what the nothing phone is all about. And I call it the Christmas tree phone. I mean, I would love to like see one of those just to play with the lights on the back and basically turn it to a disco ball. But that's about as far as I can see me using it. Yeah. So that's the nothing phone there. And, um, People kind of like it in the sense that it, it looks different. So uh, maybe one of our friends, my friend, is going to get it, and so he'll review it for our podcast. So look at that. Some Something was made out of nothing. Yeah. Before we bring the announcement segment to a close, I do want to mention here in passing that you can now use your Google Play points toward a purchases from the Google Store. In other words, what I'm talking about here is that when you have those play points, that is when you buy things from Google Play, you kind of get some points. When those points add up, you can actually redeem those and apply them toward your Google store purchases. In other words, you want to buy a phone or whatever, you can use those as part of the payment. Now, uh, you have to have a lot of those things because I, as I understand it though, one has to have at least uh, maybe 500 points, and that gives you, I think, like a $10 to apply toward your 
purchase or whatever. So you have uh, things like $30, $50, $100. And I think the max is like $200 or something like that. So whatever the case is, start saving those Google Play points so you can apply those in your uh, Google Store purchases. And once you redeem the code for the Google Store purchase, you have at least 30 days within which to use those. So be sure that you are ready to do that before you apply those or redeem the code to make it uh, useful for you. You let 30 days pass and then you've lost it. Anyway, uh, this is not something that probably has hit a lot of devices yet, but it's something to look forward to. Let's now move on to our next segment, and this will be the Android 13 beta 4, the final beta of Android 13 before the final release. And so looking back at Android 13, the first developer preview that came through back in February, so I'm looking at this, and it's a little bit different from the other ones that we've had in the past. Like Android 12, for example, we had four developer previews. For Android 13, however, we only had two. We had it in February, March, and then the first beta came through in April. As for Android 12, the first beta came through in May. That's during Google I.O. of last year. Now, uh, have any of you jumped on this beta yet? I know Samsung is about pushing it out sometime this month. Uh, maybe next week, uh, Samsung would be pushing out the beta for, you know, the Samsung phones. But, uh, no, I, I haven't. We're, uh, us in Canada will never see the beta for Samsung. They have a tendency to release it to the States, but they'll, they have never released any betas up here. So I don't have the joys. Well, but, you know, I think that Samsung, though, because they kind of have been getting onto, th onto things earlier than before. So what that tells me is that hopefully, maybe this year, though, the um, the final, you know, uh, beta, or not beta, the final release or public release of Android 13 may actually come onto Samsung phones in October. Because, you know, last year, I think it was either November or December that they brought the Android 12, the public release of Android 12 on some Samsung phones. So I'm thinking, you know, Samsung keeps uh, making good on its uh, things. And I'm thinking this year, it's most likely that the public Android 13, uh, based on UI, uh, one UI 5 would be available in October or maybe uh, toward the end of October. I'm almost positive that would be. I'm kind of hoping because, like, I would love to see the new features in Android 13. What I'm seeing so far, I'm liking. But historically, maybe I'm a little jaded, but Samsung has historically been a little slow on releasing, especially for here in Canada. We tend to get the updates on average one to two months later than most other regions not really understanding or sure as to why that is. But I would fully expect to be receiving Android 13 probably in January of this year. 
Yeah, and that would be fine too, though. Even if you you don't get it on time, but at least uh, maybe by January you get it. I think that will still be good because you know, remember, it, it used to be that Samsung used to take a long time to do that, but they've improved a lot, and so I think we probably should give Samsung a little bit of credit, shouldn't we? Oh yeah, like yeah. they've been making huge strides. They have. They have have been and i'm i'm happy about that and you know to be honest sometimes it makes me like hey i think i want to get a samsung phone um because those guys have really improved and most especially uh with this fact that hey you're going to get up to four os updates google can't touch that no no they can't touch this no i've now got a song going through my head can't touch this. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> a good one. Um, uh, Fee, I, I hope we don't get uh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> we can't get copyright. Copyright. <laughs> we doing can't touch. She was very, very, very off tone. So <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but I you... think I think little few second long bits aren't usually um. Yeah, I don't think they'll be coming after and battering down our doors over me singing it for about four seconds. Yeah. So based on what we're seeing and the fact that this is the final beta of Android 13, um, do you guys guess that we may see it in August? Because I remember that the first uh, OS iteration that came early was Android Pie, you know, Android 9. Um, I think it was released on August 6. And having this timetable, you know, of course, everything gets blamed on COVID. So it could be that, hey, we're not going to release it till, you know, September or October when the Pixel 7 comes out. Uh, but given what has happened here and reaching the final beta early in July, like what they have, it's possible that we could see the final uh, public release of Android 13 in August, you know, maybe toward the end of the month or September, or if they want, they could hold it till October. Because I remember, I think it was in 2018 when that Pi came out and even the Galaxy Note 9, I think came out rocking that Pi because it was released early. Does anyone remember that? Yes, because I actually went and bought the Galaxy Note 9 at, when it released. Yeah, it came with Pi. And yes. What time was, of year was that? I can't uh, remember. It would have been... In August. August. Yes. Mm -hmm. You that see, I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to imagine an Android Pi because, I mean, you can have an Apple Pi, can't you? Well, you can have a robot Pi. So if you had an Android Pi, <laughs> would it be like in the shape of a phone? But thicker, and what would you put inside? I don't know. Mm, there's a thought. There's some kind um, of berries. I don't know. Something. You'd something have to cool. have it with chips, of course. Oh, I love the chips. I, I don't mind those in there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so Android Pie was released, you know, on August sixth of uh, 2018. So it would not be surprising if they released Android 13 beta. Uh, no, not, not the I, beta. I don't the think final, it'll be uh, the final release in. I don't August. think it'll be. I don't think it'll be as long as October. I hope not. Anyway, 
So I'm kind of wondering, because I'm seeing a little bit of hinting, I'm wondering if Google's not going to release Android 13 along with the Pixel 7 in approximately the same time frame as Apple launching the iPhone 14. Because I'm looking at both platforms, and they're both sitting very equal as to where their statuses lie for both hardware and software. So I'm going to say we're probably looking mid to end of September for launch of both the Pixel 7 and Android 13. Yeah, so see, Google has not been, you know, consistent, like saying, hey, you know, this is the month that we will do it because it used to be like September. I mean, that last year, Android 12 wasn't released till like October. It was just not what we were used to. But of course, everything, you know, how it is that COVID just ruined everything. And so uh, everything got blamed on that. So we'll see what happens. But I'm kind of having my gut feeling says, you know, probably the uh, Android 13 final uh, release maybe maybe next month, maybe toward the end of the month, or it could be you know September. Or Google would just wait till when they're announcing the uh, Android, you know, Android um, uh, Pixel Seven to just uh, you know release it because the Pixel Seven definitely is going to come with it. Now, see the uh, Pixel Six A, which would be you know start sailing on the twenty first of no, was it twenty first, twenty eighth? What? You remember what day it was? Uh, here I'm prepping to get it for the podcast, but I don't remember which day, either the 21st or the 28th of uh, this month. And the funniest thing is that this thing will be coming out with Android 12, and yet in the same breath, Android 13 is just right here. So why are we releasing this thing with Android 12 uh, when Android 13 is like, knocking at the door, let me in. But of course, it has to be because it will be in line with the regular Pixel 6. So both could be coming out with, you know, saying, hey, we have both coming out with Android 12. So they'll be on the same OS updates. And I think that's uh, Google uh, strategy. But maybe they don't want to release the 6A at the same time as the 7. So that's maybe why they're doing that now. I mean, if, if I were Google, I would want to try and release the new phone, flagship phone before Apple. Try and beat Apple a bit, but um, I don't know. I'm not Google, so who knows? Well, traditionally, the Air series used to be released during uh, Google I.O. And I think the first time that we didn't get that was during the COVID years. And so, like I said, you know, the COVID thing has just messed up everything. The schedule is out of whack and it's not what it used to be or else. Uh, usually all these A-series phones uh, usually get out, you know, get released during the Google I.O. I'm thinking back on uh, Pixel 3a, which uh, started the A-series. And Pixel 3a was announced, um, when was it? 2019? During the spring, during the Google I.O.? Yep. Did the main... they have another one in 2020 during that as well? Yeah, uh, we had the 4A in 2020. Yeah, there we go. We had the 4A in 2020, 
and then the 5A in 2021. So, so the 4A, when did that come out? In 2020. Yeah, I know, but when? Uh, it was, I think it was, also, it was not during Google I.O. It was, it was a later. little bit later, yeah, um, oh. because of that COVID thing. Um, but I'm not sure. I don't remember because I know I have it. I bought it the very first day it became available, but I'm not sure if it was during Google I.O. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Warren, you, it might have been during Google I.O. And then it arrived at your house and it stayed on your desk for such a long time <laughs> before you realized it was there. Well, I'll be. But then you thought it was late because it had just been on your desk for weeks and weeks. It was hiding under my desk. That's yeah. what happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're looking forward but, to it. But, for new listeners, this is an old joke about Warren's phones and things that sometimes he doesn't realize have arrived on his desk for ages. It is terrible, isn't it? It's like my uh, Samsung watch that I got from um, Amazon last year, and I didn't know that thing was there. So I I told Amazon, I haven't seen it, you know, so they refunded me, and then <laughs> I found it, and I called him, I said, hey, it's, it's here, so... And they said, we'll give you a gift card. So they give me they gave me a fifty dollar gift card. Even That's funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. My wife was telling me, Oh, it's been sitting on your desk. I said, I didn't know that. <laughs> Such a clutter. <laughs> you obviously don't clean your desk very often. <laughs> uh, I'm terrible. Um <laughs> Now, to be honest, from that day on, though, I, I always check my desk to make sure uh, <laughs> all my mail is taken care of. It's, it's amazing. We now turn on to the next item, and that will be the app of the week. For this week's episode, I'll be demonstrating an app called NAV, N-A-V, and that's from an Italian company called Via Opta, you know, V-I-A-O-P-T-A. And this is a navigational app. So think of it alongside things like Lazarillo, um, Nearby Explorer Online, and all of those things. So it's a GPS app. And I believe that this app was there back like in 2014 when it, it first appeared. And so I didn't get this app till 2015. Uh, does any of you guys use the um, this app at all, the NAV? Admittedly, I've never even heard of it. I've never heard of NAV. Okay. No, I haven't. I've I've got Lazarillo, yeah. which whenever I use it makes me want to go, is this the way to Lazarillo? <laughs> I've been weeping on my pillow. <laughs> uh, thank you, dear. I like that song. <laughs> Maybe that should be our intro sound, you know? We should do that. <laughs> oh my goodness, beautiful! But yes, I don't have a similar song about the Nav app. I'm afraid. Um, no, I've never used it. So your your uh, review is so your. I've never used it. So your demo is very interesting. Yeah. So well, let's go ahead now and take a listen to that navigational app. So now here is NAV. 
for episode 84 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. This is demonstrating a navigational app called NAV, N-A-V, by an Italian company called Via Opta. That's V-I-A capital O-P-T-A. And it's some kind of a pharmaceutical. I believe that the first time I came across NAV was back in 2015, sometime in the spring of that year. I'll be demonstrating that app on my Pixel 6 Pro running Android 13 Beta 4 and TalkBack version 13.0. For today's demonstration, I'll be utilizing the Google Speech services. I have reset the app and will now navigate to the icon and so that we start afresh and the main idea of demonstrating this is not to take it out on a walk. We could do that on another day, but today though, I'm simply demonstrating the layout of the app and showing you what is found within that app. Now, let's navigate our way to the icon and get started. Nav by Viopta. Here's Nav by Via Opta. I'll tap here to activate. Nav by Viopta. Progress bar in progress. Allow Nav by Viopta to send you notifications. That is a typical Android 13 feature where upon when you launch an app for the first time, it's going to ask you as to whether or not if you would like to allow it to send you notifications or not. And this has to do with, you know, like in an app notifications and things like that. And it's up to you to say yes or no. So I'll say yes, allow for time being. And we'll see what happens from here. Allow button. I'll tap on allow. The OptiNav application collects location data to be able to give you the best navigation experience by finding nearby junctions and points of interest. This collection can be running even when the app is in the background. Exit. So the first instruction that we heard has to do about location and, or rather, running in the background, and it tells us as to why that is. And then toward the middle of the phone, on the left, we've got a button that says exit. And then to the right of that is another button. And this one says settings. Settings. That's what we need. I'll tap on settings. Allow nav by Viopta to access this device's location while using the app button. And we are asked as to whether or not we'd like to uh, allow this to access our location. And we have Allow while using the app or... Only this time button. Only this time. Don't allow button. Or don't allow. I will tap on allow while using the app. While using the app button. There we go. And I'll tap here. Nav by Viopta. Viopta nav application collects location data to be able to give you the best navigation experience by finding nearby junctions and points of interest. This collection can be running even when the app is in the background. On this page, we're being asked as to whether or not we would like to allow this to access our location. And I believe that for a navigational app, absolutely it's important that I give it that access to my location. And therefore, below that, just like we saw earlier, we have the two buttons. Exit. The exit at the bottom left there, that's in the middle, and then to the right. 
Settings. Settings. I'll go ahead and tap here again on that settings. Nav by Viopta. Select language. The next item we find here is a language selection. And by default, it should just detect what language it is that your system is using and will choose that by default. For instance, in my case, I have... English. English. And then in the middle of the phone... Accept. Accept. Now, if I do not want to use English language, for example, and I want to change it to some other language, then you need to tap on where it says English. I'll show you what I'm talking about. English. Then you tap here. Tapping here now will show you the different languages, and I'll just move my finger through so you hear some of the languages that are supported. English, one of 19. Next. Deutsch, two of 19. Next. Francais, three of 19. Espanol, four of 19. I have no clue what that language is. Next. Read Ben Yu, 6 of 19. Showing no items clue. 1 to 6 of... Zhang Wien, 7 of 19. Elenica, 8 of 19. Portuguese, 9 of 19. Netherlands, 10 of 19. Italiano, 11 of 19. Polsky, 12 of 19. Hindi, 13 of 19. Magyar, 14 of 19. Turk, 15 of 19. Swedish, 16 of 19. Danish, 17 of 19. Norwegian, 18 of 19. And Showing the last item here will be... Finnish, 19 of 19. Finnish, 19 of 19. And that finishes the list of supported languages. I'll simply go back or tap on English and go back to the previous page. Select language. And now I'll just tap on that accept found near the middle of the phone. Accept. Terms and conditions. We're now to the next page and here we get terms and conditions. Terms and conditions. And we hear... Novartis Pharma Ag provides this application as a navigation app designed for persons with visual impairment. All right. Read full terms and conditions. And you could tap here to read the whole agreement and all of that. And then toward the bottom, we have a button that says... Accept. Accept. We'll tap here. Next. We are now on a page of some basic instructions... And the first page says, Welcome to Nav by Viopta in Pager. And in the middle, Nav is designed to help people with low vision get from a to B get voice guided and turn by turn directions, be alerted to intersections along the way, and pinpoint your exact location. In other words, something to get you from point A to point B and giving you voice guidance. Now below that, we have three tabs that are not labeled, simply says tab. And basically, these are pages. There are three of them. The first one will simply say tab, selected. And the second one will say tab two of three. And the third one will be tab three of three. So these are pages of those basic instructions. You could tap next at the bottom of the phone, or you could simply swipe from right to left 
with two fingers to move through these pages. Here's what I'm talking about. Tab, selected, one of three, in list, three items. There's our first page and it's selected. That's the page we're reading right now. The next one will be tab, two of three. Tab, two of three. And the last one will be tab, three of three. Detected. And you could tab, tab on the bottom where it says next. next. Out of list. I'll tab on next. Page two of three. Shake it, vibrate it in pager. The heading here is shake it or vibrate it. Put my finger in the middle. If you shake your device while in the app, it will tell you where you are and where you need to go. The app will also make your device vibrate when you are facing the right direction at the start of your journey. And again, we could tap on the next at the bottom or we could swipe from right to left or tap on tab three or three that is found below these instructions. Let's go ahead now and swipe from right to left. Be my eyes. Page three. Page three of three is about be my eyes. And I put my finger in the middle. If you need help and prefer to talk to a sighted volunteer or company representative, you can use the app to connect to be my eyes. Be my eyes will connect you to a sighted volunteer through a live video call. And that's the last instruction on the last page. Now at the bottom though, we have get started out of pager. Get started. Let's go ahead and tap here to get started. Nav by Viopta. We are now in the main UI of the app. And at the very top, of course, I'm going to take you through what we've got here. At the very top, we have the title of the app. Nav by Viopta. We hear Nav by Via Opta. Now near the top right corner, we have some three buttons. There's one at the very top by itself, and that is... Settings button. Settings. Then below that, we have... Around me. Around me, and to the left of that, we've got... Custom root planner. Custom root planner. And then to the left of that is an edit field for the search. You want to search for an address, for example... Search, edit box. Let's go back now to the top item. That's the settings found here at the top right corner and go through the settings because I assume that this is probably the most important part. Settings, button. I'll tap here to activate settings. Back, button. Tapping on settings, we're on a page now and it lands us on the back, which is found near the top left corner. Now, moving from there, we got Select language, English. Select language, and the chosen language here based on my system of operation is English. Below that, we've got Alert frequency, every one minute. Alert frequency. In other words, how often do you want it to tell you what's going on, what's coming up, and things like that. By default, it's set to one minute. If you want it longer or shorter, you tap that to go change it to the time that you would prefer. Let's move to the next. Units, metric. The next thing here is the unit of measurement. 
And by default, since it's a European app, we have the metric system. Of course, those of you and me who live in the United States of America, we probably want to go in here and see if we could change it to the Imperial. Therefore, I will tap here and see if we have it supporting Imperial. Metric, one of two, in list, two items. I am told metric, one of two, two items. Moving my finger down. Imperial, two of two. I hear Imperial, two of two. I'll tap here to select Imperial. Imperial, two of two. And now I can either just go back or tap on that back button found near the top left corner. I'll just do my navigation to go back. Units, Imperial. We are told now Units is Imperial. Next, we hear... Vibration on turn-by-turn turn direction, enabled. Vibration on turn-by-turn turn direction, enabled. In other words, when I make a turn, it vibrates. Now, if you don't want to hear it or you don't want to feel any vibrations, then you turn that off. Next. Notification on direction announcement, enabled. Notification on directions, enabled. In other words, whether I'm going west, east, south, or whatever, it would let me know the direction I'm going. If you don't want to hear that, again, you could turn that off. Junction announcement enabled. Junction announcements. In other words, here in the States, we say intersections. So if you want to be able to hear the intersections you're crossing and things like that, you definitely want to have this one enabled to know that you are on the corner of X and Z. And automatic route recalculation enabled. Automatic route recalculation. In other words, if I'm going someplace and I take a wrong direction, it will recalculate and send me back the right route that I should go to take me to where I intended going to. And around me distance within six mile. Around me distance. And it says it's within six miles. In other words, the width of how far I wanted to look around is six miles, or if you are using the metric system, it probably will be six kilometers. Now below that is an adjuster. In other words, it has a slider that you could adjust if you don't want it that wide of a coverage. So for example, slider 56%. And I don't want to, you know, find things within six miles around me. I'm not gonna walk six miles most especially when it's hot. So I think I'm going to narrow mine down. I apologize for that vehicle going by making that loud noise. Now I'm simply going to swipe down with one finger to narrow the width of coverage that it has if I swipe down. Within five mile. Slider, 44%. Five miles. Swipe down. Within four mile. Slider, 33%. Four miles. Within three mile. Slider, 22%. And maybe because I'm a little bit too lazy, I'm going to pull mine down to two miles. I don't think I want to be walking for three miles to go get something to drink. Within two mile. Slider, 11%. Exactimundo, that's what I'm talking about. And then we have... Terms and conditions. Terms and conditions. And that's the last item here. I'll now go back to the menu eye of the app. Nav by Viopta. 
I am now back in the menu eye of the app. And of course, that was the settings. And as I indicated below that settings, there on the top right is the look around. I'll put my finger down and take a look at the categories that it has for the look around. Around me. Back button. Showing items 1 to 11 of 11. Tapping on around me, I heard back 1 of 11. So in other words, we got 11 categories here. I'm going to go through the items and we have... Eat and drink, 1 of 11, in list, 11 items. We have eat and drink. Going out, 2 of 11. Going out. Sites and museums, 3 of 11. Sites and museums. Transport, 4 of 11. Transport. Accommodation, 5 of 11. Shopping, 6 of 11. Shopping. Business and services, 7 of 11. Facilities, 8 of 11. Leisure and outdoor, 9 of 11. Administrative areas, buildings, 10 of 11. And the last item. Natural or geographical, 11 of 11. Natural or geographical. And that's the last one. All right, so let's go, for example, say we want to look for something to eat. And then in that case, though, we'll tap on the one that says eat and drink. Eat and drink, one of 11. Here is eat and drink. If I want to see the places for eating here or things that have to do about eating and drinking, I'll tap here. Restaurant, showing items one to three of three. Restaurant, one of three. Next. Snacks, fast food, two of three. Snacks and fast food. And? Coffee, tea, three of three. Coffee and tea. Now, since I kind of like eating, I'm going to tap on the one that says restaurant. Restaurant, one of three. Here is restaurant, and I'll tap here to see what restaurants are near me. I'll tap here. New York Teriyaki, 214 East Moxie Avenue. I hear New York Teriyaki, 214 East Moxie Avenue. And next... Barn Door, 108 South Isler Street. Barn Door, 108 South Isler Street. Barn Door, that's like a bar and grill. So next. Ladonia, 108 East Moxie Avenue. I don't remember what that is. City Mix Arcade and Eatery, 101 South Rivard Road. Like a little kid's place where they play games. Mugshots Cafe, 101 South Rivard Road. That's just a coffee place. M.I. Lindo Nyarit, 310 Madison Court. That's the last one there. Now, I'm going to tap on the New York Teriyaki, even though I'm not fond of Teriyaki and all of that. But just for giggles, let's go ahead and tap that since we're demonstrating this. New York Teriyaki, 214 East Moxie Avenue. We'll tap here to activate out of list. Tapping on the New York Teriyaki, I'm going to put my finger down. 214 East Moxie Avenue, Moxie, 198. It tells me where it's located on East Moxie Avenue. And below that, Open Places website. Open the Places website, that is if I want to go to their website, or Place Phone. 
place phone. In other words, if I want to place a call and tell them, hey, I'm coming there to get food. Could you get so and so ready for me or such and such dish ready for me? I'll be dropping in. I'll tap here and that should take me to where I could make such a call. And now below that placing phone call, then we have some tabs at the bottom. And starting from the left, we've got Save Favorite. Save favorite. In other words, if I want to save this to my favorites as one of my favorite places, then I'll tap here to add it to my favorites. Now to the right of that, we've got Show route. Show the route. In other words, if I tap here, it's going to show me the step-by-step -step direction. Turn on this and then turn on this and that. The last item here at the bottom. Start route. Start the route, that is, start the navigation, and this is the most important one. I'll tap here to start this virtual navigation, see how far I go. Back button. Continue for 249 yards. Upon tapping there, I felt some vibration, and it says... 623 yards, New York Teriyaki, 9 minutes. It tells me it's like 623 yards, and it's going to take some nine minutes to walk to that place. Now, below that, we have some tabs. From the left, we've got... Show map. Show the map. To the right of that... Be my eyes. Be my eyes, in case I want to call be my eyes to help me with something. And the last tab here will be... End route. And the route. In other words, I could tap here to exit navigation. If I tap here, are you sure you want to end route? Yeah. Tapping on that, it says, am I sure I want to leave the route? And then there Direct are two your device to find buttons. The and the one in the middle says yes. And there's one below that that says no. no. So I'm going to tap the one that says yes. Yes. Nav by Viopta. Settings. Button. And that takes me out of my navigation and back to the menu I where I'm placed on the settings button. That is a quick demonstration of the nav by via Opta. V-I-A capital O-P-T-A. And that's it about the nav. And now to close this week's episode. We now turn on to the talkback highlights. We continue now with our theme of highlights from talkback. This is installment 44. In the last installment, installment 43, I concluded the three finger gestures. Today I'll be starting on the four finger gestures, the last gestures found within talkback. For today's demonstration, I am utilizing my Pixel 6 Pro with Android 13 Beta 4 and TalkBack 13.0. For speech services, I am utilizing the Google Speech Services, which has become my chosen TTS engine. I am on the home screen now and will tap with three fingers to invoke the TalkBack menu and will go from here. Talkback menu. Actions in list. We are now in the Talkback menu. The next thing we want to do here is to tap on Talkback settings. I'll put a finger down and tap on Talkback settings. Talkback settings. Here is Talkback settings. 
I'll tap here to activate TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings. Navigate up, button, out of list. I am in the TalkBack settings, and you would need to now scroll up by putting two fingers in the middle of the phone, and then glide those fingers upwards to move you toward the bottom of the screen and find and tap on Customize Gestures. But if you have a tall enough of a phone, then toward the bottom, you will find the customized gestures without the need of scrolling down the page. I will now put my finger down and tap on Customize Gestures. Customize Gestures. Here is Customize Gestures. We'll tap here to take us to the customization page of the gestures, and I'll go ahead and tap here. Customize gestures out of list. I am now on the customization page of the gestures, and this is the time for us now to change our granularity to the headings mode. In other words, we need to either swipe up and down with one finger in one fluid movement to change those granularities, or swipe down with three fingers, or swipe from left to right, or from right to left with three fingers to change those granularities. As I've indicated time and time again, I tend to prefer using the up-down scrubbing movement with one finger, and thus now I will scrub up and down with one finger to change my granularity. However, I do believe, though, that I already am in the headings mode, and all that we need to do now after you've changed and set your granularity to the headings mode, we'll simply swipe down with one finger and keep doing so until we hear it say four finger gestures. I will now start swiping with one finger and keep doing so until I hear four finger gestures. Here we go. One finger heading in list. Swipe down. One finger back and forth heading. Swipe down. One finger angle, heading. Showing item 7 to 17 of 51. Let's swipe down. Two fingers, heading. Showing item 17 to 26 of 51. We are now on two finger gestures and two more swipes, and that should take us to the four finger gestures heading. Here I go. Three fingers, heading. Showing items 26 to 36 of 51. Now, one more last swipe. Four fingers heading. Here is my four fingers heading. The first item we want to look at here will be this item. Tap with four fingers, practice gestures. Tap with four fingers to practice gestures. In other words, whenever and wherever you are on your phone, if your phone does support the multi-finger gestures, when you tap with four fingers, that takes you to the practicing page of the talkback gestures. For instance, I will demonstrate this by tapping with four fingers, and that should take me to the page where I could practice all the talkback gestures. Here's what I'm talking about, and I'll now tap with four fingers. Practice gestures. Try any talkback gesture on this screen to hear what that gesture does. Tap the screen with two fingers. Keep practicing by tapping once, twice, or three times with two, three, or four fingers. 
you can also double tap and hold with two, three, or four fingers, out of list. So here we are on the practicing page of the gestures, and in other words, you can try all the finger gestures, and it will tell you what each of those things does if they are supported. So for example, I'll tap with two fingers, just once. Tap with two fingers, pause or resume speech. Tapping with two fingers tells me that pauses and resumes speech. In other words, it's a toggle. So if I were reading something and I tap, it will stop reading what I'm reading. And if I tap again, that should resume my reading. I'll now tap with two fingers. Double tap with two fingers, play or pause media. Double tap with two fingers, pause or play media. Or rather, play or pause media. So it's a toggle. I also do want to mention here in passing that in many circumstances, that double tapping with two fingers will also answer phone calls and hang up phone calls. And of recent, we have discovered that that even works when one is answering or hanging up WhatsApp calls. Next, I'm going to triple tap with two fingers. Triple tap with two fingers. Read from next item. Now let's try something. I'm going to tap with three fingers. Tap with three fingers. Open talkback menu. Now I'm going to tap and hold with two fingers. Double tap and hold with two fingers. Start or end selection mode. Now you get the drift. So that is what this page would do. And at the bottom here, we have the finish. In other words, if you've finished all the gestures that you want to try, then at the bottom of the screen is the finish button. So I'll now tap on finish. Finish button. Talk back settings. Tap with four fingers, practice gestures in list. And that concludes our first look of the four finger gestures, which is the tapping with four fingers to practice the talkback gestures. And that concludes this week's episode. We're looking forward to seeing you guys next week. So people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel youtube.com slash blind android users subscribe to our mailing list blind android users plus subscribe at groups.io the links for telegram and twitter clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links so that is it from us this week thank you so much for listening to us and from me it's goodbye bye later Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel.